Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Kuda Kelowna. Mayor Bear Radzinski. Ooh. There's like a little vibrato at the end there. Thank you. I don't don't think that's what that's called. (laughs) Well, whatever. It's the only term I know. (laughs) The only music term I know. I think it's great that you think that that's what that was. And I actually, it might be. I don't know any terms for singing. And I think everyone is probably clear on that. Well, and I'm pretty sure that everyone's clear on the fact that I do not either, but I have no problem just shouting out words, whether I understand right. what they mean or not. You know what I mean? So, no, it was a lovely um, rendition of my name. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to talk to you. How are you? Oh, gosh, I'm good, girl. You know, I'm um, I'm home <laughs> for now. Yeah. I'm yeah, going. That's for- it. That's what I got. I am really excited about what we're about to discuss. Um, however, let's of course tell you guys to please follow us on Instagram at Are You My Podcast. Join the Facebook group Are You My Podcasters. It is so much fun and yes. uh, just a lively group. And so that's fun discussion in there. And then on Instagram, obviously, it's just we're always putting up clips and letting you know what we're talking about and a little behind the scenes stuff here and there sometimes too. So it's all worth your time. And then of course. We have our Patreon and we have so much oh. fun on there and we mix it up. We've done some some different shit on there, just mixing it up, mixing up our life, mixing up our content. We really are. We're really, we're really stirring it up, mixing it up. I've learned a bunch of great shit about you that I don't think I would have learned if we hadn't done this podcast. And I'll be honest, I don't want to live in a world where I don't know these things about you. So thank you. That's right. You have learned a lot. And I've learned a lot about you. And uh, people who listen to us have learned a lot about us that they probably never banked on knowing. And for that, we'd like to apologize because <laughs> that's the type of personalities we have. But if you belong to the, our Patreon, you would know that, that we're number twos. But neither here nor there. Check it out. You get all the past episodes. If you would like to support, please do. Yes. And then, of course, uh, if you are in, have not given us a little rating yet, please do, because uh, it helps Mary get out of bed in the morning to see five oh, stars and a nice yeah. sentence about how hard we work and how many laughs we bring you. Yeah, just hit the five stars. And Sarah's being generous with that, saying that it helps me get out of bed. It's the only reason I get out of bed. So if you could just do a fucking <laughs> solid for me, I'd really appreciate it. That would be really appreciate it. And I'm I'm going to can I do a selfish comedy plug? I'm going to do it. I just got It's not a selfish. Date. It's sharing. Do it. What is it? What you got, girl? All right. No. So, okay. Uh Mare Bear's getting on a plane, y'all. <laughs> not for a little <laughs> while, but uh July, it's not till the end of July. July 30th and 31st, uh the Indianapolis Helium. I can get to I get to headline the upstairs room and it'll be fun. And if people oh my come, God. they'll fun. add another show. Yeah. So get on it, guys and uh, girls. 
That's awesome. That'll be fun. And that's coming right up. That's like, you guys need to yeah, go ahead and get your tickets. Can they get them on your website, on Helium's website? Because you know that sometimes people, um, even though that should be an obvious question, a lot of times people go, how do I get tickets? And I'm like, how the fuck do you think you get tickets? I know. I know. <laughs> don't don't wish and pray for them. You have to actually do something. And <laughs> thank you for pointing that out, Sarah. No, so you'll go to, it will be, it's on my website, maryradzinski.com, um, the calendar on there or uh, heliumcomedy.com and click on the Indianapolis location and it's on it's on that too. Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. for you. That's going to be fun. Thank you. That's, I'm excited yeah. too. Just to just to leave my little 3 to 4 square block radius area that I've been living <laughs> for the last two years. So um, watch out anyone who I come into contact with. <laughs> uh, oh, this. Okay. This movie. So we decided we wanted to do uh, a super fun um, pride month because this seemed, we had a lot of suggestions, but a lot of my friends had suggested this one as well, because it's a cult classic for every like, of course, it should be a cult classic. It's I don't know how I never saw, but I'm a cheerleader before. I don't when I was watching it, I was like, this is so something I should have already seen. And I can't believe I never have seen it before. I it really was some it had that. Well, it I kept thinking John Waters, John Waters, like it had that yeah. reminiscent feeling of like serial moms. It was such a fucking joy to watch. And I was almost felt sheepish. I hadn't seen it before. Well, you know that um, the lady that played um, uh, um, the, I think it was his, his mom, um, no, Natasha Leone's mom, Mink Stoll. Oh. I think that's who played. She was in Serial Mom. Oh, that's right. She was one of the neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There was, that was the other thing about this movie is the people between Natasha Leone and then, of course, I mean, Kimberly Williams is in the very beginning with like a tiny part. Um uh, oh my god! Ru- fucking RuPaul was in RuPaul! it. RuPaul, uh, I blew yeah. my fucking mind. Yeah, and uh, Kathy Moriarty, who I love, Eddie Cibrian, which was so random. He's the one that played Rock. You had Melanie oh. Linsky, Clay Duvall. Like, I mean, ev- like there was every person that was in this was like someone you know. It was crazy, and and, the, and I'm just not even. I haven't even covered them all, but um, that's just like the first few that you see, and it's just. I was like, I, how do I not know about this movie? And how are they not? They should constantly be just like promoting this movie still. <laughs> well, I was going to say, is it because is it like the when it came out? So it came out in 2000, right? They filmed in 99. It came out in 2000. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's 20 years ago. But yeah, come on. I mean, that's I, I don't know why this isn't my favorite movie for the last 20 years. I know. I love it so much. And I will uh, 1000 percent. I will watch it again. Um, I. I noticed that it it was like because I have like the IMDb Pro, no big deal. I pay a lot of month a lot for that every year, um, <laughs> where you can see like behind the scenes statistics on things. And, oh, um, pardon it's me. It's like uh, the movie meter. It's like trending up this week, and I feel like it's because oh. we said we were going to watch it. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking hope so. Wouldn't that be that would be lovely? I like if to we had an impact on something like that, which we definitely don't, but maybe. Right. No, I'm but it doesn't matter. I'm taking full credit for it. So Absolute. Well, yeah. you pay you pay that pro membership for IMDb. You take that credit, girl. Yeah. That's what you do, you know? Exactly. Motherfuckers. So, yeah, uh, mother 
fuckers. God, what a great movie. It's just, I, it made me also, for sure, the way it opened made me miss, like, I know it was filmed in 99. It came out in 2000. It, so, it, but it's still just those, like, the 90s style, like, opening of movies. And even probably 80s, too. Just, like, I don't know, something about just the the way they the visually the way they look and the music and the uh, everything about it i was like oh i miss all of these movies this is what i want to watch well no and i think the time period of like how old i was then you know what early 20s or whatever where it's like i i it's so relatable but that's like the what do they say the most impressionable years of your life like i that is where my heaven is it exists and it looks very much like the opening of this movie like that's where i am the most comfortable the hairdos the colors the looks everything oh so good yeah it was so fun and uh the the nuts and bolts of this movie is is quite simple a a a teenage girl natasha leone is sent to rehab camp to become Mm -hmm. straight because her parents uh believe and her friends believe that she's a lesbian which she is and mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. the the stuff that I think part of the most fun is just the stereotypical stuff that they completely poke fun at because they know that these are the stereotype. You know, like I love yes. that that's that sort of that's sort of reverse. Um, I don't know, reverse joke on stereotypes. Yeah, like, I, lo- yeah. I love that. This, yeah, they they took it and they did that. Like what you're saying, like the whole satirical play on it, like. Like from, they're like she's a I'm a vegetarian. They're like exactly, you know, or like the Melissa Melissa Etheridge, and you know she's got a poster of a a girl in a bra. Or it was just really, uh, it was perfect. It's just exactly what you wanted it to be. Yeah, I at the very beginning they show her. You know, she's a cheerleader and she's cheering with her camp and stuff. And then they're about to go out to some. I think to the playoffs or something like that for football and her boyfriend's a football player and the, the bad makeout in the car with her like eyes wide open and just like oh. the bad tonguing that they were doing. I It's so fucking relatable from high school too, even though I know that they were over the top doing this because she's not into him and she's while she's kissing him, she's fantasizing about cheerleaders, which was, you I... know, was so funny. But yeah, I was, I was like, I definitely made out, with a guy in like the nineties who his tongue was too big for his mouth and he just (gasps) fucking licked my whole face and it was awful. (laughs) I like that you sort of deemed it into like a, um, like a medical thing. Like his tongue was, (laughs) his tongue was just too big for his mouth. And therefore he was like a fucking golden retriever. I why I feel like we probably had almost the exact same experience because I have a person in mind, same scenario, never really thought if it was that his mouth was too small, but just like just fucking flailing tongues. And I I feel like my eyes had to be open, too, because I don't know how else I would have rolled them while it was happening because it was so (laughs) horrible. Oh, Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. well, that was going to be my question too. It's like, okay, she's a lesbian, and and you know, we we get it. But it's like almost like, uh, even if I'd want to kiss girls, if I was kissing a guy like that every time for two years, you know? Yeah. Oh, definitely. And uh, that that was which was so funny because they um, basically shortly after that, you see uh, her friends and family have 
gotten together as sort of an intervention to let her know that she is, they worry that she's a lesbian and they're going to send her to this camp. And what the Ru- RuPaul comes, <laughs> uh. comes, comes up in a, he's the camp director and his, what is it? Does his t-shirt say straight is gr- great or sure. Sure did. Yeah. Straight is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, we're in, he's wearing like fucking jorts and a shirt. This is straight is great. And <laughs> He pulls up in this uh, van. It's called True Directions is the name of the camp. And basically he leads the uh, intervention against her, letting her know that she's going to have to come to this. And it was like the guy, her boyfriend was like, you don't even like kissing me. So obviously you're a lesbian. And you're like, hmm. <laughs> oh. And RuPaul, the way I think he was, his character was Mike or whatever. And he's leading it. And he's like, I myself was once gay. Now I'm an ex gay. And like, and then, and then just the most beautiful, uh, sort of like simulating that's the wrong word, but like an intervention that I've only seen interventions of, you know, drug or alcohol, but the whole like, well, why would you think I'm a lesbian? And then they're just like, everybody's throwing out like tofu, Melissa Etheridge. You know, it just was so fucking funny. It was so funny. And she's like, what? I just like that music. And they're like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it just. <laughs> and then she has, and so she has to go to this camp, which is just, it, it's so, and visually too, it was this house with like, everything was pink. And um, they, it just was this fun, campy looking place and Kathy Moriarty plays Mary who is uh, I'm obsessed with her already so wonderful was, I love yeah. her yeah so she's plays like the lady that owns the camp and her son is rock and that was Eddie Cibrian which is just <laughs> hilarious to me and he's super gay obviously they're trying to let you know that he's gay as <laughs> well but that she doesn't know it um, or that yeah, she yeah. doesn't want him to be. Mm-hmm. She's not noticing that the program isn't working for her son. <laughs> her yeah. son rock. I I have to say I love like the um the, again the satire with the shit they would say like when they during her uh, what's her name's Megan's intervention and the, the uh, RuPaul's like denial is a normal part of the healing process. <laughs> Just like <laughs> like I want a t shirt that says that. You know, oh. like did not. I fucking. I. I and also, I'm gonna get my. I'm gonna have Mark make us um, cocksuckers bar t-shirts if it kills me. Yes. Oh my god. There was yes. The one time when they sneak out, they go to a bar called Cocksuckers, and I was just. <laughs> I mean, everything about that was just oh. hysterical. And I love that she basically. Um, the funny thing that she says again, because they use basically every stereotype that they have heard in the world to kind of fire back and make the jokes about this movie. And um, Kathy Moriarty, Mary, the woman that runs the camp, she's like, um, oh, you're, you're getting her just in here, just in time. She's a senior in high school. Cause once they go to college and spend all that time in liberal arts, it ruins them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And, I don't know. It's hard not to want to repeat every line from this movie. I, and it's then, the most quotable you know movie I mean? in the world. Another reason I can't believe I've never seen it. I was just like, I don't. I couldn't even keep up, keep up with writing down one-liners right. that I wanted to repeat. No, exactly, exactly. And and as soon as uh, Megan Natasha Leone's uh, character gets there, and they go to like a group thing, and they're like, and there's the steps to follow, like mirroring the 12 step process or whatever. But step one, admitting you're a homosexual. And like they they go around and say like, oh, I, hi, I'm so and so and I'm a homosexual. And then the one girl, Graham, who was played by what's her name? Claire Duval. 
Clay yeah. Duvall. No, but she's like, I'm Graham and I like girls a lot, you know, and they smack her and stuff. And then Megan ends up crying and drooling, saying, I'm a homosexual. <laughs> She goes, she said, I, and before she could admit it, she goes, I get good grades. I go to church and I'm a cheerleader. Like, that's why I can't be homosexual. Right. And they're right. like, mm. oh, man. Oh, the one, the one, the one girl was funny. Uh, oh, no, that was her. That was, sorry, Megan. Uh, Natasha Leone's character is named Megan when she's like, I'm not a lesbian. Everyone just thinks I am. And, um, and then that's when she says, but I'm a cheerleader. And basically, after she starts thinking about it, she, yeah cries and she drools says, and starts to realize that the, <laughs> the drool like the, the the acting the like she would cross her eyes sometimes and then like the drool just all the like little funny things that they made these sort of these actors do with the like the extra campiness just really fucking got to oh. me i just really enjoyed all of it it was just so enjoyable it was so enjoyable i i i really was obsessed with the rock character too that <laughs> I don't, and you know, you, what's when he comes in? in, he was drinking, um, like, uh, he was wearing those, his jorts and comes in and he's like drinking like a fruity drink with a crazy straw or something. And yes! his, his mom's like, fucking put that down and drink like yes! a man or something. Yeah. Chug it like a man. <laughs> and then, and then, oh, just some of the lines, like, like the, you're right. I'm a homosexual. I'll be regular soon. Like they just kept hammering home the fucking just horribleness of it. I, I, Honestly, don't know. I'm 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 going to quit saying this. I don't know how we haven't seen this. I know. Well, and they there was the one girl that um she likes. She said she likes pain. I think it was Sinead was her character's name. Oh yeah, and yeah. She um so she would. They were all sharing this room together. That's so ridiculous. And there's also guys there, by the way. And the men are hysterical. So they're she, they're trying to train the guys to be straight and the girls to be straight too. So. It's but the girls' room is like all pink and mm-hmm. everything is so stereotypical and ridiculous for girls. And we're, they're all sleeping in you know separate beds in this big room. And the one girl, Sinead, um, Megan hears her like shocking herself at night, and she's like, basically every time I get an impure thought about a girl, I shock myself with this little thing, whatever it was, and <laughs> zapper, uh, yeah. And she goes, if you want to, um, if you want to like dick, you have to train yourself. <laughs> Oh, I want like a pull cord doll that says that. I, I just, know. God damn it. I I loved that like when they used to they're trying to make them straight, like the the girls were forced to like try on wedding dresses and the guys are out chopping wood and working on cars and stuff. And like it was just I have to say there was the, all of the sexual innuendos. I feel like I'm very could be very easily made to feel horny, like whatever they're talking about. Like they had like the guy in the uh, was it rock under the car? And he's like showing him how to do um, how to fix things. And he's like, shove it, you shove it in and then you shove it out and then you shove it in. And all the guys there are like kind of drooling. And then RuPaul yells, if I catch catch you looking at a man like that again, you'll be watching sports all weekend. Like right. It was just perfection. So funny. Yeah. And I, yeah. And making them, like you said, try on wedding dresses and then uh, do, give each other pedicures and comb each other's hair as if, because le- lesbians don't do any of that stuff, you know? Right. Right. No, never. <laughs> yeah. No, no. It's just so I- funny. I think one one of my favorite parts too is one of the um the steps in the whatever the 
program there was, I think it was the rediscovering your gender identity when they had to find their root. So, and I was like, at first I didn't get it. And they're like, well, like, no, they have to find the root. Like what made you become gay? (laughs) You know, like it's someone's fault. You know, something happened. You couldn't have been born this way. So they're like, like the one boy, he's like, hi, I'm whatever, whatever. And my root is that my mom let me play in her pumps. (laughs) What's so funny? (laughs) Oh, God. And the what and uh, Graham, who is uh, Clea Duvall or Clea Duvall again? Sorry, how whichever way it is, she's wonderful. So I don't know why I don't know which one it is, but um, that's something they should need to add to my IMDb Pro account is to scream out the name when I click on it, so I don't say it wrong. <laughs> but she uh, she goes, well, my mom got married in pants. That was her route. <laughs> um, that's right. One girl oh, said, well, geez. she was born in France, and they're all like, oh, that's right. And then, yeah, the mo- the one that said the pumps. And then another one just went, I like balls, I think. Right? I don't know where he just yeah, goes, I like yeah. balls. I just like balls. Yeah. Um, and Mary yeah. said, well, thanks for sharing. And I wanted to be like, listen, if someone likes balls, then let them play with balls because none of the rest of us want to. Oh, right. Give them all the balls. Yeah. You can have my, uh, the balls I have access to. They're his. <laughs> I don't want them. Take them all. Yeah, so Megan has now told she's also by this point called her parents and said, You were right, I'm gay, but I'll be regular soon. I think she said to them. Oh, yeah. And um she you see that she her and Graham are having a getting close as friends, and you see that they're developing a relationship. And uh RuPaul, like you said, he threatens all the guys with watching sports and stuff, and then and oh yeah, then they they keep showing uh just more of the stuff that they were making him do, like trying to put a baby a diaper on a baby, as because lesbians because <laughs> lesbians would never know how to do that. Um, right, 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 yeah. And uh, and then the the parents come. I think at this point there's so I don't know. I mean, we're not going in order. Just we're talking about the movie. But at some <laughs> point, the parents all come. Right, and Graham's dad, who because it was like. It's also, I mean, there's a little bit of it that's obviously sad, right? Because you're realizing that not just a little oh. bit of it. I mean, the whole fucking idea of it's terrible, obviously, that right. you would send someone if you to let a your, Yeah, like if you let yourself un- believe that that is reality <laughs> for so many people, it's fucking right. intolerable. So that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's that aspect of it. And Graham's dad basically says to her, get this gay thing out of your system by the end of the summer or something like that and leaves. And so she is in this position of feeling that there's no way for her to go home unless she comes out as quote unquote straight now. So you, you see that sort of developing and um, Megan, I think she said to her family that she, um, Oh, Megan says in the group basically that she thinks that the reason she she goes, well, maybe um, there was this time when my, my dad lost his job and my mom had to support us. So, it was for a couple of months. So, I, and then Mary, the leader of the camp, is like, "Oh, that's it. That's how you became gay because you got no respect for your for men because your mom <laughs> doesn't respect your father." And she's like, "Wait, no, what? That's no. not Mm-mm. no." <laughs> yeah, and then Mary just keeps hammering. She's like, "Nope, that's it. You found your root. Your your father was emasculated, and your mom was domineering. That's your root." The parents are like looking at each other, like, "What? Like, hold uh, on, yeah, wait a the second. Di- I felt like they were trying to indicate that the dad, right, was a little less wanting to 
I mean, he was. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like a well, little. Le- it seemed yeah. like the mom was more like, you can't be a lesbian. And it seemed like the dad was kind of like, ah, I think I love her anyway. But it, it felt like that was sort of the vibe you got from from those characters. Oh, definitely. And I think at the, at the very, and I'll just bring it up now because we're all over, but the very end of the movie, after the credits start to roll, it shows um, the dad is at a support group. I don't know. I should have looked at it like if there's a proper name, but it was like, he's like, I'm whatever his name was. And my daughter is a lesbian and the, and the, the mother's like hiding in the middle, like embarrassed still. Right. So almost re reaffirming that. Yeah. The dad was a little more open hearted to this whole, you know, to the idea that his daughter wasn't straight, but right. the mom wasn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had some funny, mo- there was, a, oh God, there was another line in there that, um, like one guy, get, you see one guy get a get a flyer about living free or something, and and we, this is what the first indication that there's like uh, two guys, a group that um, try to get everyone away from the camp because they've been through it, and they're like, no, you can actually just get the fuck out of here and go live your life. And I think because I think that flyer was from them, but uh, there was a line that Graham and Megan were talking about something, and she was telling her she was like. Megan was like, well, I'm a, I was a cheerleader and Graham's kind of making fun of it. And she says, no, but cheerleaders, like being a cheerleader made me feel good. And I think Graham says, <laughs> she goes, cheers make girls do cartwheels. Orgasms make people feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Another fucking t-shirt or a button. I'd wear a button that said that. Yeah. Again, that took me a long time to spit out. Sorry, everyone. But um, no, no, it's it's just it was so dense that it's almost like overwhelming. But yeah, so like Graham's Graham clearly gets it a little bit more that you almost have to just pretend to be something you're not. And then people will maybe leave you alone. You know what I mean? Cause like there's, she has that conversation and she's like, you are with Megan. Cause Megan's like, well, we're, we like each other. Let's just do this. And, um, Graham's like, well, you are who you are. The, the only trick is not getting caught. And that, that was a little moment where I was like, Oh, that's really fucking sad. Cause oh. people to this day feel that way, you know? It, and yeah. it's, horrible i mean yeah. you know i i don't even try to act like i understand what it feels like but it just you it's just sad you know no, totally there's a, there's the the undertone of the whole movie is really fucking depressing if you wanted to get into that uh aspect of it but we obviously just want to enjoy the, the fun yeah. parts for for yeah for the most yeah, part I know. but that's I was not gonna the, say that's not what the movie i mean the movie has it has its message it's there and it's clear and they do a really good job of it and and, and the way it ended made me super happy but um oh, i know But yeah, she, well, it was interesting because then Megan too, yeah, she's basically like, don't get caught. And then she says, well, what happened to you? And she's like, well, I got caught. Um, But we find there was a moment where um, Megan is like masturbating, I think, thinking about kissing Graham and, and, you know, you realize that she's really kind of like, this is, (laughs) I am fighting this demon or whatever, quote unquote demon, according to her parents. But, but then she finds... During this, like she finds two of the boys kissing Clayton and Dolph, I think. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She finds two of the boys kissing and she completely rats them out. Like someone Mary wakes up and she's like, ew, ew, ew. She's like, they were kissing. And I'm like, well, fuck, why'd you do that? Like it kind of made me mad I, at Megan for a minute. Me too. I felt like it, it felt like out of character. Like, what's your fucking problem? You know what you're going through? Let them have 
some joy. Let them have some, get their kicks, their rocks off under a desk. Yeah. So yeah. she narked them out. Yeah. And then which and um, so one Dolph- of them, she sends, yeah, she sends Dolph away. And then Clayton, she puts him in like solitary confinement in what seemed to be a dog, like an actual dog house. Like right? a literal was- <laughs> dog house. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, and you, you're in the dog house. And then the next scene, he's going into an actual dog house, which <laughs> yeah. is just a bit of fun. But yeah, with, oh. a pink, with a pink door, just like the rest of the, the house, though. So that mm-hmm. was fun. It was also funny right after that. Uh, yeah, that's when Dolph, I guess, goes away. Yeah, yeah. So this is when now Megan narked on the two guys. And then and so she's clearly rule bound and kind of annoying. And then um, she sees late at night, she sees uh, Graham and a couple of the others are going to they're like wearing regular clothes and they're sneaking out and they say, come on, come with us, whatever. And she doesn't want to. But she ends up and that's when that Larry and Lloyd uh show up in in a van and they are uh self-proclaimed XX gays and yes. they had they had been part of the program and they take them to the bar cocksucker which is written in neon rainbow and it was beautiful. It was beautiful and I wanna I mean if there's not a bar called the cocksucker in my neighborhood, which I know there's not, <laughs> I can tell you that there's probably gonna be by as soon as as soon as I can find the space and the funding. <laughs> Small business owner, startup, yeah, do it, do it. Well, it was it was funny too. Megan says in the car when they basically were like, "We're taking you, you know, to see that you can live your life outside of this because we were once part of this and now we're like you said, XX gays." And she goes, "She goes, so you're basically the underground homose- homo railroad or something." Like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, Perfect. so wrong, but so right. So right. Yes. And oh, I love it. Was it I don't know if it was which one it was, Lori, Larry or Lloyd, but it, I was like Bull from Night Court. Yeah. Richard Mall. Mm-hmm. Yes. Loved. Yeah. Another where you're just like, that is so random and amazing that you're in this movie, too. I just the faces that kept popping up were were so fun. Um, yeah, they go to that bar, Larry. And I guess that's where Larry and Lloyd take everyone to to let them live their lives for that night. And Megan for a minute she realizes they're in a gay bar and she gets all pissy and then some girl asks her to dance and she says no but then Graham basically is like why don't you go dance and then she dances off with uh Sinead the girl that likes pain and then Megan it starts dancing with the other girl and gets and then but she starts getting jealous because she sees like Sinead kind of grabbing Graham's ass or whatever so this is when she's starting to realize like oh I into Graham and now I'm getting jealous of her grinding on this other girl and she storms out and then Graham comes after her and they have a fight, but then they kiss. They kiss. And it looked like a really nice kiss. It looked like a kiss that uh, Meg there hadn't experienced before ever because she's comparing it to that fucking football player with his tongue out. But yeah, hundred percent. She was like, Oh, this is uh, you. You could kind of, they made, you know, they play that nice music and all the things and you're just like oh like she she's probably realizing yeah. that this is this is how a kiss is supposed to be you're supposed to fucking enjoy it right this is how things tingle under where your bathing suit covers you know <laughs> this is what it's supposed to be like yeah this yeah. is why I, this is why i uh looked up at all the uh, you know like to fantasize about cheerleaders butts in the airs because i love them and right. i want i like girls I want, yes i want them near my my person Yes. Um, yeah. I think it was shortly after that they were in group again that Jan, which was, I, I think, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was like, she goes, she goes, um, 
I'm not, I'm not gay. Everyone just thinks I'm gay because I sit, I play softball or, or something. And, and I couldn't, I guess she's, I guess that she's not right. Like they were well, trying right, to let us that's... know, like they sent her there because she's like, no, I'm basically a stereotype, but no, I really just want a big fat wiener. And <laughs> yeah, she said, I want a big fat wiener up my, and they like, yeah, rushed yeah. her out of there or whatever. Oh, uh, and RuPaul goes, um, of course you're gay. You were molested. <laughs> and yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Remember your God. root? Yeah. He's like, remember your root. But she's not, she's like, if I'm not, I'm just sitting here because of the way I look. And I really just want a big cock, but nobody <laughs> believes her. So there's the other end of it where this poor yeah, girl the- can't even just, she can't even like softball without getting sent to the camp. Oh God. What a like beautiful play, play with stereotypes. I mean, they went everywhere with it. Because I'm sure that's that's a real thing too, right? Yeah, I mean, all around everything they they hit every stereotype in the most genius possible way because uh, that's what every single person deals with. um, Oh yeah, you know, in these. So they also so then wait then after like sometime around there is when Mary found like the the matchbook um, from the cocksucker and realizes they must have snuck out and she's really pissed off. And she's trying to confront them. But then Graham distracts her and says, I have a crush on Joel, who is one of the guys at camp who is hilarious. Oh, he's so fun and very gay. Very gay. And um, she's like, I know the treatment is working. And he is so flattered that someone has a crush on him. He doesn't give a <laughs> fuck who it is. He's just so flattered. He's like, this is he's like me. Like, this is wonderful. Um, like, fanning his face. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, he really gave me the giggles. And and then Mary, of course, is so, she gets so distracted and she's so happy with that because she's just like, oh, my God, the, you you were one of my biggest lesbians and now it's working. Like, like my treatment working. is working. Yeah. But you're like, yeah, uh, tried and true. <laughs> oh, like, my no, maybe God. Check, check out Rock out there in his jort slapping his own ass <laughs> while he's playing. <laughs> Rock like playing like <gasps> pop music and it was just so funny. Um, oh. but she was all excited. But then she did. She still hasn't forgotten about the the field trips. Whoever went to the cocksucker, she doesn't know, but she wants to find out. <laughs> so she, <laughs> you just like when I say it, don't you? I do, I do. But I also like that they went on a field that they're forced <laughs> to discuss the field trip to the cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, with, oh, with their just, parents. Yes, yes. It's a. I have that type. Megan is forced to discuss the field trip to the cocksucker with her, <laughs> and that's when she tells them that they have nothing to worry about. She misses Jared, the her football playing, uh, bed kissing boyfriend, and can't wait to get home. But she's obviously lying. She knows right. that that's deep down. Yes. That's not the case. No, she knows <sighs> that she's she's just saying that because she's. She's figured out kind of what Graham let her know. Like, you got to play the game to get the fuck home and to get out of this nightmare, which they don't. Uh, honestly, other than that terrible reasoning behind this camp, it looked nice. Um, parts of it. Yeah, I, it yeah. looked nice just sleep in a nice room with a bunch of girls and, and do each other's hair. I don't know. Maybe I've just been maybe I've just well, been around my husband too, too often these past uh 18 months, but no, some of it, it other, other than the, uh, yeah, other than the uh, reasoning behind it, I really wouldn't mind going. No, same. I wouldn't mind a, a, a lengthy sleepover with some, some nail painting and hair braiding and 
dress trying on, you know, just kind of hanging out. There was a lot of donuts, and you know how I feel about a fucking donut. Oh, there were a lot of donuts. Maybe, yeah, we'd, we'd lose like nose zapping myself when I had a um, impure thought. Although hopefully I wouldn't have any if it was just me and you and donuts. But I might. I'd want to fuck a donut, and that would be my giveaway, probably. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, then now Mary is also pissed off. Nobody's admitted who did the sneaking out uh, to the cocksucker. Megan <laughs> has told her parents that she's becoming straight, and. But Mary is so pissed off at the at Lloyd and Larry because she knows exactly who spearheaded this field trip. <laughs> the XX gays. The XX gays. And she uh, she makes them all go protest outside of Lloyd and Larry's house. And there yeah. are uh, posters with words on it that I cannot say. But no, no, no. In in the one that they varied the generics to the Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, <laughs> yeah. whipping that sign around. And oh my some, god, like you and said, and one of them is like, yeah, those guys. It's like Joel having to say that. And he's like Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. <laughs> like, you know that he's like, why do I have to say this? Awful. Oh, like Joel almost had wings. He made he would just made me really happy. I loved him I so much. I know I want to oh hang out with him. Um, that's all I want. I well, I think that's what made me. It's like like you. I was just thinking about when you were saying like take away the meaning behind it. I just loved all the characters so much. It seemed like the most fun place to be forever. You know what I mean? Just yeah. the gathering of these people. Like to me, that would be the best long weekend of my life. Hanging out with everyone. But right, like if we took out Mary, even though right, I take would, out I Mary. Love- she actually seemed fine if she wasn't uh, saying awful things to people. Other than that, she seemed like, you know, she liked to read and be alone. I was like, great. She stays out everyone's business as yeah. long as they're not out um, out at the cocksucker. She does. She co- really <laughs> leaves you alone. I love how much that makes you laugh every time. Like, it does. Well, I just like that you you say it with such um, just lack of emotion. Like it's that like it's like, <laughs> oh, we went to Applebee's and uh, you're like, oh, well, when they were on their way to the cocksucker. And I mean, to me, I, I'm just probably such a, a a vanilla prude. I don't know. It's just I love you. <laughs> I like how much joy it brings you. So we're it even. It brings me so even much. Steven. I, I, I'm not kidding about like really trying to get some t-shirts made. Yeah. I mean, we're obviously like, again, 21 years too late to this movie, but we are on board and we will mm-hmm. be quoting it and wearing gear from it. And people will be like, oh, gosh, those two are really behind the times if they yeah, just discovered yeah. that movie. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Really yelling it from the rooftop. But I love what, you know, I love something. I'm going to fucking yell about it. I can't even speak. But anyway. Well, they basically have to get on to like the final test now, which is yes. a simulated sex lifestyle. And it is, um, well, for, at first they have to do, again, more like chopping wood and, and throwing footballs um, and doing all this stuff to see if you seem straight enough to get to the final step of a simulated sex lifestyle. And they, they, she passes everyone except Andre. Yeah. Who, was so funny and so lovely. And he was basically like, I'm just not meant to be masculine. Like, of course, I I guess I got cut. And he says, and then everyone tries to comfort him. And Joel is like, you're more than just a sissy. You're, (laughs) you know, and they go and then he goes on this rant about how hot he is. And Andre 
Andre, sorry, Andre, Jesus Christ. Andre gets so mad at them because he's basically like, you know what? Fuck you guys. Don't tell you, I don't need you to sit here and tell me how hot I am. I am getting kicked out of this camp. I don't get to graduate all because I'm not going to fake being who I am like you guys. And he's like, and then he calls them all liars. And at the end of his, whatever speech he gives, he goes, shit. And just like, (laughs) (laughs) it was wonderful. It was, it was, yeah. Congrats, liars. Shit. Just. And you're and you're like, yeah, good. What he won. He doesn't have to do this awful simulated sex lifestyle thing. But of course, the point is that he has to go back to his parents who uh are disowning him because of this. Right. So and then there and then after that was like sweet uh Megan and Graham scene under the covers that just kind of came out of nowhere and all of a sudden they were uh they were they were having their moment. They were making they were out having and their body making out and touching and doing things and all very sweet and nice and no zapping noises, you know, the acceptance. Yeah. It's there's nothing impure going on. And it was just, yeah, it was really nice. And then though, of course, Megan gets caught, which I'm not sure who ratted or how. I mean, I don't I didn't because she was back in her bed, but I guess I don't need all the yeah, details. She wakes up with all of them standing over her and Mary calls her a hormonal hussy and says, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're not welcome here anymore because we know about your little sleepover with Graham under the covers. And she was like, you were my prize possession. You were the one that was making the most progress. And then when you went and fucked it up, basically. Um, but then and she's like, I, I, she makes a deal with her. She's like, I, there's one way you can stay here because obviously you know that you have, if you get sent home, your parents have already made it clear that they don't want you, which is again, right. awful. Horrible. Um, so she's like, so you can stay here. And your parents will accept you back home because I'll pass you with this. If you use, if you let rock be your simulated sex partner, if you simulate sex with my son rock. And then she's like, I don't think that's going to work. And Mary's like, what are you talking about? And that's when they show him right outside the window, slapping his own ass and like (laughs) has headphones on. And he's just like dancing around in his jorts. And she's like, I don't think I'm going to do that. He he had a weed whacker. He was weed whacking and he was slapping his own ass and dancing. And it was it was top five moments. It was. Yeah. I mean, I could watch that. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I can watch this whole movie again and again. But it was. Mm-hmm. So she's based. So Mary's based. I mean, Megan's kind of like, no, I'm not going to do it. And and then so then she approaches Graham. Mary approaches Graham and says, great, well, you can run off and be a raging bull dyke or you can do sexual simulation and graduate because um, you know that your father and mother, oh, well, her mom and dad were even there, I think. His dad says, you're going to do this graduation. And the stepmom is there she, and says, well, this is, you, yeah, you better do the sex. You better graduate because this is why your mom left. I like, know. She's like, yeah, this is why your mom left. Do you want your dad to leave too? It was so fucking horrible. So <laughs> fucked up. And you're just like, Jesus Ugh. Christ, this is dark. But um, so then Graham, be terrified of losing her home and her family, decides that she will. Of course. Yeah, no, I can't wait to have simulated sex with Rock. Um. And because Mary's obviously just desperate for someone to do that. And uh, so then Megan is the one that has to go. And Megan leaves. She sees Graham. She knows that Graham is going to do the simulated sex thing and graduate. And she can't believe that Graham is 
she in her mind betraying her, but Graham's basically like, I'm so sorry, and just kind of walks away. She's like, I don't, I have to do this to please my parents. Megan has nowhere to go, so she goes to, where does she go? Lloyd and Larry's. She goes to Lloyd and Larry's. And, they, and that looked like a fun place. And that's it where it looks so much. When it was that Andre was there, right? Yeah. Is that or, where no. he, oh, or was I that it Dolph? Was Dolph? No, you're right. Yeah. It was Dolph. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, why and, wasn't and, Andre there? Andre should have been there too. I don't know. Yeah. Now I maybe maybe in the next one that they're going to make because we're talking about it. <laughs> Andre, I'll be back with. I I would watch an entire thing just about Lloyd and Larry. The conversation they had in the kitchen when oh. the one was like, "I just feel like you don't hear me anymore." It was just it. I was laugh crying. It um, was amazing. And also, it, I love when <sighs> Mary gets when Megan gets there. I always want to call her Mary. Sorry. When Megan gets there and she goes, I need to, I need to learn how to be a lesbian. I need to know what they wear, where they live. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what it's like, almost like, you know, he's like the answers inside you. There's no one way to just be you, you know, it was just just wonderful. And then they had like a, yeah, they had that fight in the kitchen that was like the two of them disagreeing on something, but then just talking their feelings out in the most wonderful way possible. And you're like, oh. I wish oh, I could do that. I know. I know. It's like, I don't feel like I'm being heard right now. And I feel that you think I don't respect you. And that's not true. Come here. And what do you say? Like, come here, Larry Bear. Or they called each other Larry Bear and Lloyd Bear or something. It reminded me of Mary Bear. Which, of us. Yeah. Of us, kind of. I want to be honest. It reminded me of us. Um, the next scene when they do the step five, the simulated sexual lifestyle, where now at this point, Graham has agreed to do to do this simulation with rock pleasing mary they're all wearing um full body leotards with with leaves right over their private areas <laughs> and one of my favorite i mean again i keep saying that but it's because it's fucking true this movie is literally full of everything that is my favorite line when he said he uh she mary's like guiding uh rock and stuff and She's like, use use your love or his love muscles thrusting inside you just like God intended. <laughs> and then something and then like they're showing this and everybody, the students, if you will, are kind of looking around with it like, huh? And the, somebody says, what about foreplay? And she's like, foreplay's for sissies. Real men go in, unload and then pull out. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rock goes, mom. <laughs> Oh my God. It was so uncomfortable uh, too to watch like them in these unitards and having to uh, pretend that they were making out with each other and having to watch him like thrust on top of her. It was just so, uh, you just think like, this is so uncomfortable. And also, they, it couldn't have been better directed. They couldn't have yeah. put, put them in better costumes. They couldn't have done anything better. It was no. uncomfortable and fucking hilarious and amazing all in the, all in the, wrapped package yes yeah perfectly uh i'm gonna even say discomfortable it was very it was perfect discomfortable uh, very discomfortable very discomfortable Um, and then meanwhile megan and dolph are at the gay bar and she misses graham and she's telling she's telling dolph that she misses graham and and then she's like don't you miss clayton and he's like yeah but he just can't take a stand um so that was and that's what she wanted too, right? She wanted Graham to take a stand against her parents because she feels like yeah. that's what she did. And uh, that's what Dolph wants too. But um, Clayton is, again, scared. They're all scared to to do the thing that quote unquote would be right because that's not what they're being told is right. 
So we kind of cut to, I guess it's graduation day. And that, again, the fact that you're graduating from gay camp to become straight. Yeah. And and I love, again, like the the gender assigned colors, you know, of like the, the pink dresses and the bright blue suits. And it's just so exaggerated and perfect for the for the intention of this movie uh, yeah but it's the and the families are there wearing white and, and Dolph and megan are like sneaking around because they're they're wanting to like crash this and we don't know what their plan is yet but we assume they're trying to get graham and clayton um yeah Mary, they're, they're wearing camo and they're running around <laughs> like they're going from like a bush to trees but there's really nothing that they're hiding behind they're writing it's almost like very <laughs> lifetime movie they're running in plain view and no one sees them but oh it was yeah fun it yeah. was fun um and then mary presents uh the class the graduating class she calls them the hap- happy heterosexuals mm-hmm. um who mm-hmm. look at and they look anything but happy anything but the, but, <laughs> but yeah. the parents are thrilled the parents are thrilled um, so at one point, Megan, uh, is, is she pulls Graham aside when Graham's about to like walk down the graduation aisle or whatever, but Graham, and she's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, no, I can't go with you. I have to do this. So she stands back up and crushes Megan. Of course, yeah. Megan feels crushed that Graham isn't going to run off with her. And then she runs and then she runs back and she finds Dolph and Clayton who are completely together and making out. And she's like, damn, that was fast. Yeah. It worked for you, bitch. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. Clayton was easy to easy to pull from the (laughs) from the graduation day. He's like, oh, Jesus Christ, I haven't seen you, Dolph. Like, let's (laughs) it was so funny. So Megan goes and she's like, "Okay, I have to try one more thing. Now, there had been a discussion earlier that um when Megan talked about how cheerleading actually really did make her happy. And she was telling Graham that, and she's like, as dumb as it sounds, it's something that I love doing. And Graham said, I wish I could have ever seen you cheer. Um, actually. And she's like, you're making fun of me. And she's like, no, I really, really wish I had seen you cheer. So Megan decides she's going to go get her pom poms. And she stands at the end of the aisle and she yells out Graham's name and she does a cheer. Now, I didn't, I, all I know is numbers were involved. I didn't write it down or anything, did you? It was no. just a very simple one, two, three, four. You're the one that I adore. Shit yeah. like that. Yeah. It was something like really... five, five, six, seven, eight. Don't, I think something, I think it ended with like, don't run from me because this is fate. Or, oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, a, the worst cheer you've ever seen. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, we, we love you, Megan, but you're not a great cheerleader. So you might want to think about a different career path. Yeah. Um, but cute, adorable, adorable doing it. No energy, though. No, you know, I expected yeah. a little. I, I mean, she could have thrown a herky in there or something. I would have liked to have seen a herky, Mayor Bear. Right? Thank you. Yes. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all I want. Uh, do you know how many summers my chubby, overweight middle school ass tried to learn how to do a fucking herky <laughs> i was never did you ever figure it out because i was never able to do one and i never will be and i might try one right honestly probably right after well, we get off you know this. what i would like if you could do this i think the only way i got even close was when i had the liberation of being able to run and jump and it was going into a pool so I do know you have a pool on your premises. If you wouldn't mind setting up your iPhone, <laughs> maybe with a little filming. Sit- no, I'm kidding. But that's where I could almost do one if I was running at top speed and I knew I could fall into water. 
Right. And you knew that you, for the most part, you couldn't land on anything that would hurt you. Right. Right. That makes but sense. I, that's the only reason I'm alive, probably. Yeah. I feel like I'd still end up somehow uh, eat, pulling something and or smashing my head into the side of the pool somehow. It would all go wrong. I can't. But kudos to those of you that can do herkies. And also, yeah. let's just talk about it's a weird word, a herky. It is a weird word. I do have herky envy, though. I do. <laughs> That's the name of this episode, it's, even though there was no herkies yeah. in it. But um, Her- mm-hmm. I think Megan had herky envy because she definitely had, did the bare minimum to get through uh, to cheerleading. And that's probably really why they turned her in, if you think about it, I- at the end. <laughs> she was too busy gawking at all the ass and tits. She was really in the moment, but she wasn't yeah. She wasn't working on the moves. She didn't work on the moves. Um, yeah. But it works. It works. Megan does not go up and get her. I mean, Graham does not go up and get her um, plaque that was like a man and a woman together. That was mm-hmm. like what they got for graduating. Uh, she ends up running off <laughs> with Megan. They get in the back of uh, the a truck. Big old pickup truck, <laughs> big which old was pickup truck. <laughs> perfectly stereotypically very lesbian. Yes. I would have liked to have seen a Subaru, but this is that's uh. fine. Yeah, and maybe it, it, just just to really drive it home. No, they, yeah, right. they hopped in the back of this truck and they go off into the sunset basically together with Clayton and Dolph. And you just have to go, oh, and they probably never got to go home. But then they cut to right after the credits started to roll. They show her dad, like Mary mentioned earlier at the meeting at a uh, for I think it's for parents of homosexuals or something or homosexuals. Something like that. Yeah. Parent for me, uh, basically like an Al-Anon type thing for parents. Right. And right. I don't know when the dad was up there and he said, I'm my name's uh, Chip or Peter or whatever the fuck is it. What was his name? Um, <laughs> I like Peter. I like Peter. I don't know if that was his name or not, but let's just say it was. And yeah, uh, he stands up and, and says, my daughter, it was Peter. And he says, my daughter is a lesbian. And then, yeah, the mom looks like she's going to just <laughs> just run out the back door implode yeah Mm -hmm. yeah she's still she's hiding and yeah now do you think was that supposed to be like that he's trying to accept her or was it that like these people need to talk about how their children have let them down i could have that's the only thing i wasn't sure about i wanted to have hope at the end that maybe the parents were going there to be more accepting but i don't know if that's what that was well, you know what? I do not know the answer. That confused me also. But I think I would like to think the positive way, like you said, only because if it was strictly for the parents to feel better about what's going on with them, why wouldn't the mom be up there? Like, she must have been ashamed for some reason. Right. So that's what I'm going to think that it's because he was actually maybe trying to work on accepting his daughter. Right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. That's what let's let's go with that because that's a yeah. much better message. Um, and I think yeah. that's what it was too. But because um, the mom wouldn't have been against it otherwise. You know what I mean? Right. She, but it showed she's still kind of like sticking her heels in, and she's not going to be supportive. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, what a fun movie! Like what a oh fun, my god, just I, I, uh, campy thing with also. Great messaging and also depressing messaging, but also great messaging. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, just just brilliantly done with. Uh, yeah, I, I all I know is that 
it's a short movie too, which I, I know that sounds like a stupid thing to say, but it's, it's everything is given the amount of attention and it moves along. And it was just, I loved it. I loved it. It's like a one sitting movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I appreciate that as much as as much stuff was as we have to watch for this podcast. Um, the a movie that doesn't uh, overdo it or a, a or a reality show that doesn't think it has to be six hours Seven per episode hours. Yeah. Um, is appreciated and and a yeah. little extra in a little extra way. And also in my normal life, and when I go to a movie and I see that it's going to be two and a half hours, I get instantly irritated. I'm like, wrap up your messaging. This doesn't need to be. Wrap up your storyline. Get over yourself a little bit. Not every movie needs to be. We can do uh, two hours or less. I love a 90 minute. Me too. I can't enjoy it at a theater, especially because if I know it's over two hours, I know I'm going to have to fucking go to the bathroom. I'm going to have to pee. Whether I have to or not, my anxiety makes me. Exactly, Mayor Bear. Exactly. Preach. Preach, girl. Preach. Well, this was this was super fun and I'm glad we did it and happy Pride Month. And I'm glad that we watched that movie and not lived it. You know what I mean? But it's definitely something everyone should watch. And also see you at the cocksucker. (laughs) See you at the cocksucker. (laughs) 